0: And welcome in to the Penny Bloom podcast. We just finished Andor. It's time to party. That makes this the Andor after party, baby. Episode eleven, Daughter of Ferrex, written by Toby Haynes, directed by Benjamin karen And fuck, fuck indeed. this One, this one got me. It uh, it got me good. You know, uh, I cried two times. Mm. I cried two times and uh both both times pertaining to marva didn't want to lose didn't want to lose my lady love there um mm. but you know like and that's what was crazy about it you know i uh it was crazy I, but i'm colton robertson i'm joined by joseph george thank <laughs> you very much Humble. what's up oh thank you for having me so was a pleasure to be here Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. I got too excited. I was ready to talk mm. about it. I think to do some. The, it's, the show's up. too good, man. It's too it's, good. It's too it's too good. Uh it, it got it got me a couple times. And you know, one thing that we've talked about a couple times over the course of the weeks is uh Marva's uh what was Marva's inevitable death. Uh something that was definitely coming. And you know, we talked about how Seven was directed by written and directed by the same guy as this one uh Benjamin Karen and Toby Haynes and that was the last time we saw Marva and Herbie and like, no, I have to stay, you have to go. So it is a little bit of that uh of that separated arc, which I think is really cool. Um mm-hmm. I like that I like that we pulled that off there. But
1: uh I think a cool
0: um way to
1: know the arcs as well as the intro music. I didn't know this, but like um they add instruments to the intro music, um, every next episode of the arc and mm. it changes like at the start of a new arc. It'll be like a new instrument to start and it'll just be one lone instrument. And then the second episode of the arc, it'll be like two
0: it's or added, three instruments a
1: layer. and then three. Mm. It's like, yeah, because I noticed this time it was like, it was a little more grand, but it wasn't the most grand intro. Yeah. So it's like, it was like the second one. And then I, yeah. I bet if I, if you go back and watch seven, that it will be it's the like a play on this the thing. very elementary version of this. I I don't know. It's 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 all of the just everything about this show has just been super cool. Even if it's like they're not explicitly saying that these are three episode arcs. You know? Like they don't right. have to be. I think it's better for them to leave it ambiguous and just kind of do it if it works. And then if it doesn't yeah, it's, then it's, like
0: it's working for it, man. Like this shit's uh <laughs> This episode was incredible. One thing we had uh we we talked about quite a bit was Marva's inevitable death, and you know we we theorized that maybe the best possible way for her to go out was either in in a blaze of glory for the rebellion mm-hmm. or uh peacefully in her bed, you know, but part of that was that Cassian should be there, and it makes it all the more heartbreaking that she wasn't plays in a little bit more to the way uh Cassian was looking at Olaf. Uh, a couple episodes back when he was realizing Olaf was kind of going, and he was like, oh no, like, I I said a couple weeks back, he was looking at Olaf, thinking about how he might not see his mom again, and he won't. He won't see his mom again. And uh, yeah, when we we cut there, man, like, whenever they're like, she went, like, uh, she looks so peaceful. Uh, Brasso talking to B, man, I'm crying, and like, she didn't die on screen. They're just talking about it, man. And like that was enough for me. It's just the implication. Like, yeah, oh. it's like because you start
1: seeing Cassian still escaping at the mm. beginning of the episode. You know, you you see them on the run, and you know that they they weren't together. Like it, it's like it was that thought. I was like, yeah. oh man, she's dead. Holy fuck, this. Sucks. And then I'm like, oh wait, no, wait, no, Cassian, no. And then I'm like, it all hit me, and I'm like, no, dude, this this yeah. is not okay. Oh man, uh, that's uh, that shit was heartbreaking and.
0: Ah, it 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 really, real, and like the way that, whenever it's it's we're seeing it through B's lens, and it looks like fogged up, like like almost teary eyed. It's a fucking droid, you know. Like that's this is that's, the most
1: emotion ever in a droid, maybe in Star Wars history. It's I, up there, dude. It's up there. Like you have the emotional moment of like three PO being like, let me look at my friends one more time. Um, but, right. like, I mean, like, just sheer, like,
0: actual I want, want, want human Mark, huh?
1: emotion, like, here. Like, this was just, like, whenever, like, even later on, whenever Grouse was just like, alright, let's go, alone. buddy. You know, yeah, and it's like, no! And he's like, okay, I'll stay for one night. And then he gets he out right like, And he, like, rolls
0: towards him, like, no! oh, dude.
1: Like, yeah. oh, there were so many little oh. things like that in this episode that were just so sad. Like, what a... Just a beautifully shot episode. Like it was. Oh, it was the lighting, everything. Oh,
0: dude, Dude, let's let's get into it. Let's do a little bit of a scene by scene breakdown. I took like the most succinct scene by scene notes I ever have. Literally, Mm -hmm. like usually I'm pausing, taking down everything. Uh, I was just like, like I typed this all out as it was going. It took me like thirty-seven, like thirty-five minutes, or however long the episode runs for. And I was like, all right, so these okay. It's expansive, but, uh, it got the job done. Uh, so we begin daughter of Feryx and or episode 11 with Cassian and Melshi on a cliffside, struggling hands and feet bloodied. Uh, they're hiding, you know, there've been Imperial patrols. It kind of implies that they have to, they've, they've been walking and climbing for a while. Uh, they're, they're trying, they're trying to figure out a way off. And, uh, Cassian assures Melshi, you know, they're gone, they're gone, they're leaving, they're leaving, and he's like, don't fucking say that to me, dude, I don't think I could do this anymore, I don't think I can climb, and he's like, nah, 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 bro, you got this, you got this, and he's like, tell me they're leaving again, and he's like, they're leaving, they're leaving, and that's when they decide that they can can push on, and like, man, it was uh, immediately set the tone for... Just how hard these dudes are struggling right now, and uh in every situation,
1: Cassian is the leader he's the one holding it together mm-hmm. every time, and it's oh, now it'll be interesting to see what happens
0: now uh um, i can't be- it's so it's so crazy this episode this show's been so fulfilling, and I'm left like i can't believe we only have one episode left I know because at the end of this, like I kind of haven't really thought.
1: Of what could happen next episode at all? Like I didn't even think this—the story and the episode was so just like kind of nice that it doesn't even hit me that we have a single episode left. And mm. I guess everything doesn't have to be tied up, but at least it has to be set in in place for season two and satisfying enough for a
0: season. I, um, I don't even know. I think, uh, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. I got I, I got sure. some things that'll lead me there, sure, but. Sure. Uh yeah they go ahead and climb on out after uh, after this imperial patrol goes on away and the implication here that the imperials have been patrolling the planet looking for the escaped prisoners means that uh a lot of them probably did not make it um and i know melshi brings that up later you know mm-hmm. how many of us do you think made it are we the only two like what 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 do you think happened and like it's it, they might as well be the only two that made it i think is kind of the uh the sentiment they have to approach this with. People have to know we have to split up. They have to know what happened. And uh man, man,
1: yeah, it's because uh, like no way they run into someone, you know. No, like there's I've no way they run, Yeah, place. like yeah.
0: E- even I, mean, if, I mean, they could just for storytelling's <laughs> sake, you know. E- even if like a hundred
1: people made it out. The odds that even two of them cross paths in the entire galaxy? Like, after that? No, no. Unless, like... Unless... I don't know, convert... That's the thing, though, is that, like... There was no return for Kino at all. Mm -hmm. And it kind of... It frightens me. Like, I don't... Because I think it's out of the picture now. I don't think, like... Do they go back there? Do they maybe...
0: So a thought occurred to me, maybe he's not killed. Maybe he's just immediately imprisoned again. Maybe he's taken to the ISB. Maybe he's able to, uh, you know, narrow a little bit of a focus on where Cassian might be. I know he knows him as Keith Gergo.
1: That's the thing, but, is that,
0: yeah, he's not known as Cassian there
1: whatsoever. Like, th- that's, they... They would have to somehow find out that Cassian became, or went to whatever vacation planet he went to. Nihamos. They'd have to figure that out, and then that, from that yeah. identity, he True. went to prison. That, that's that's how they'd have to figure it out, and I guess the ISB could. Um... I was trying to think of, like, um, even if they do, I guess they go there and they're like, oh, a prison break. Well, no, because there's no way they hear of the prison break. There's no way they relate the prison break to him whatsoever well, unless yeah. they have already followed that trail. So,
0: yeah, the only way the only way I could think about it is if they're like uh if the prison like the. uh the guards and the people who ran the prison go, these two led the prison break. They have like little holograms of them and an ISB agents like, Oh, hold the fucking phone. That's Cassian and, Andor. um, like, uh, then I could see something there, but, uh, you know, it's probably, it's probably a little bit of a stretch and maybe like, and that's the thing is that this show covers an extensive period of time in the next season, you know, who knows, just how much we how much we see Mm -hmm. relate back to this you know like i i just can't imagine cassian takes such a large role in a prison break that uh that was so insurmountable there's no way this doesn't make its way up the ladder you know like the news of this unless the the, (laughs) these guards are so fucking shameful that they go nobody knows about this and that's also a distinct like nobody can know about this and like that's a distinct possibility as well but uh Regardless, I uh, I, I'm interested to see what what might connect back to that story eventually. You know, obviously Melshi and Andor come back together somehow. Um, as True. they're together, they're together in the <clears throat> Rebel Alliance. Um, okay, because I th-
1: someone pointed out that like the prison suits, um, kind of look like a very early going of like a rebellion, like a uh, fighter, fighter pilot, pilot suit, yeah. Um and I think that's that could make a lot of sense because someone also said that in the early days of a rebellion, you're only going to have the craziest people. You're only going to have the Saugareras, the luthan Reals, the the people who have nothing left already and have been through something where it's like fuck it, I will join a rebellion. Yeah, Yeah. the only time that you have sort of normal people, and that's casual. Is whenever it's a full-on revolution already. It has yeah. to be a full-on revolution for someone to be like, okay, I will leave my stable job and family and whatever for this because it's big enough. But like yeah. at the beginning, you only have the kind of the crazy people. And it'd be awesome if like um these prisons are probably everywhere. And if they are making the Death Star, there has to be so many of them. Right. If they lead mass prison breaks, just drop in One person, because the Empire could be stupid enough to be like, no one knows of this, we don't need to up our security because the other prisoners have no idea, they're not going to have any idea how to do this. Like, they could just be that dumb. They could send one person into each prison, take over the tower, shut everything down, say, "All right, the the floors are cold, I'm lowering the levels... Yo, yeah, grab! There's not nuts. enough guards.
0: Like it would be pretty nuts if the Rebel Alliance is made up of escaped prisoners from from uh, Imperial prisons. Like, who that would be, be
1: more fueled for the fight than yeah, true, those man. people? And being that's like, true. you're not. You weren't going to get out. You were trash to them. You were literally a a, a means the... to an end. you were, yeah, a cog to the uh, yeah to the greater you're machine. The like, system. it's insane. Like, I, I could see. I don't know, um, and maybe that's how Kino comes back in. Is they they go back to actually break everyone out? That would be cool. Um, that would said. be cool.
0: But yeah, we'll uh we'll see. I suppose you know. Obviously, Melshi is on a mission to let people know what's happening within the prison system. Like that's that is goal number one for Melshi. I don't know that it's exactly goal number one for Cassian. Mm-hmm. Um, especially after the news that his mother has passed. Like I think his priority is probably going back to Ferrex and seeing her burial sort of thing or her brick her brick um so like uh i think that maybe mel maybe mel she leads that sort of uh that sort of cause to try and mm. uh, break mass break out of prison but we shall see we shall see but uh, after this first scene we cut to ferrix where uh, marva has sadly passed uh she she looks peaceful jazzy says and uh, they're they're deciding what to do. They should leave stuff to Cassian. He'll he'll appreciate it. Like he he he'll, he'll need it. And Brasso gives B a chance to say goodbye. He says, "I'll we'll have everyone clear the room so he has a moment alone with her." And uh, uh, B hits back with, "I d- d- don't want to be alone. I w- want Marva." I was like, "Oh, god." <laughs> <gasps> Fuck, and the Bix the isn't whole... there either, man. No, yeah that really that really tore me up when we saw her later in the episode. I was like, ah, man, jeez. Yeah, this is uh, this one's this one's. But I, I love that Brasso was there. You know, I do, I do love that Brasso was able to to be there for probably hmm. Marva and and her in her later moments, but also B and uh, you know he he gives her he gives him the chance to say goodbye, but B's like a I can go with you, Brasso. Uh, And Brasso's like, nah, I think the the daughters of Ferex will need you for matters of great importance. You know, you stick with the daughters of Ferex, they got you. And uh, we watch the daughters march her body out with B2 watching on. And I love the way that this whole scene is like kind of told through the perspective of B, Mm -hmm. like, you know, starting with his lens being clouded clouded and fogged and like, almost like a tear was welling in his eye, even though, like, he's a droid, that's not a thing that's happening, but, like, that's the kind of vibe you get from it at the beginning. Whenever, mm-hmm. like, I was like, are we seeing it through Marva's dead eyes? Is that kind of what I'm looking at right now? And then they pulled out to show B, and I was like, him huddled in his fucking box that he's a mm-hmm. part of, his, his eye barely sticking out, and I was like, oh
1: no. Yeah, there was a, like a Brasso had, like, a, don't know if it was his, but some cup of liquid on top of B, and that's what he was shaking, and the camera was so in on that that it looked like it was the fluid. Like, it looked like a tear was welding up, like, with that, like, liquid uh, in the cup. So, like, it shot went from his eye to the inside the cup and, like, showed, like, a tear and then went back to his eye, and then Brasso, like, grabbing the tear, like, as it falls off of him. It's just like...
0: Oh, it's very, it's just very, so cute. just a very well done scene, and it was uh, it was incredibly moving. It was a uh, like I'm I'm like we're five minutes into the episode, bro. I'm
1: yeah.
0: sobbing right now. Like I'm sitting in my bed. It's seven a.m. I like it's. I'm like, mm. <laughs> like I'm I'm feeling it. I'm I'm very sad. Um, mm. and uh, but as B watches on, the way that he's like watching through the window as they like carry the body out, and it's like, oh my god oh my god he is not alone in watching on uh, as we see uh, nearby the isb spy is watching and as does cinta and they have a Mm -hmm. very brief uh inconsequential interaction but it's it's cool that they're both so fucking good at their jobs that neither of them think anything of the other Mm -hmm. Um, that's always something i like it's only for us
1: it's only for the audience to know which is cool yeah
0: I love watching them. Well, and that's the thing too, is that like, uh, we obviously are like, okay, this guy's ISB, right. But if you haven't been paying attention, you probably don't know until he goes, all right, I need, I need eyes on this place. I need like, like if you, like if you're just kind of having this show on and like vaguely paying attention, you know, this guy's a guy of interest and he's a white guy with that weird hat. So he's probably an Imperial, but like, uh, Like that hat is so ISB. What the fuck is going on? They were just like, uh, I don't know, spray painted tan. Um,
1: I guess boring plain sight maybe. Yeah, I don't Um, know. I don't know. Just because it's not white, black, or gray, right? Um, maybe is enough for them. But yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) this was a great scene. And like, I haven't even thought about my favorites for this episode. It's gonna be so Mm. fucking hard to decide. I think I got
1: mine down. I got I put mine down. This is the the first time that I've done mine before recording, for one. I felt passionate enough to be like, oh, fuck yeah, Like
0: I, didn't, I, was, I just uh, didn't have time. I watched it. Yeah, I picked uh, you up like, yo, are you ready to go? And then you were like, yeah. And I was like, all right. You said I got like, I'll be mm. I'll be ready in like 20 minutes. I was <laughs> like, I'm going to take some notes. I was like, I rewatched yeah. it. Skipped through a couple, like, skipped 10 seconds ahead every chance I had where there was like no dialogue. I was like, all right,
1: yeah. Oh um, yeah, this one I I knew my favorites coming out of this one.
0: I'm um, I'm confident about character. That's okay. about it though. Um I hmm. I I think I got to go B2 emo for character. Right. Oh, okay. Of, of, okay. Of all of all the characters in this episode that like and obviously Luthan puts on quite a fucking performance later on, but uh of all the characters in the episode that were making me feel things, uh, B, B did it more than anyone. And that's kind of nuts. You know, I think, uh, Cassian did at the end too, but, uh, you know, we, uh, we only get a few brief glimpses of Cassian really like we're not, mm-hmm. we don't spend a lot of time with Cassian this week, uh, other than the escape from Narkina five. Um, and that's where, that's where we're headed after this scene of, of Marva's passing. Uh, Melshi and Cassian are plotting on how to sneak their way around a couple locals, and steal their quad jumper, and Melshi is. He's fucking confident. He's ready. I've I have a f- feeling. Yeah, we got this. We got this, bro. Let's make a fucking run for it. And they run, and they they find their they find their way into the uh, intergalactic version of Spider Man's webs. Uh, yeah. Yuck. Yeah. yeah, that shit was icky. Um, and I like that the Narcanians there like watched on and were like, ha ha they don't know what the fuck they're about to get into like I like that they were like yeah we know we know how it goes like we'll post up a little security system right quick uh and the fact that it was like retractable like they don't have to like do anything with it they could just like suck it right back in and it's like yeah fuck it uh (laughs) outstanding absolutely I and like this was the one thing that a lot of people have had a gripe about with this show and like I don't I don't think it's a I think it's a fair like uh Ah, I wish we had more of it, but I don't think it's a criticism necessarily. Is that there haven't been enough aliens in Andor, like a uh, goofy it's looking, been, like, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Like, uh, cause I, it, this scene, oddly enough, reminded me why I fucking love the Mandalorian. Like I was, I was watching it and I was like, for the first time in the show, I felt like I was watching like a, a Mandalorian esque scene. Whenever the Narkinians are like, Oh, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 you Yeah. Right yeah. They're like, they're like <laughs> doing their whole like Narcanian language, mm-hmm. doing their own thing. And like, you're not really clued into what they're saying. They go into, Eng- they go into basic every once in a while. And they're like, I, uh, I just really liked that. I thought like, uh, you know, it's not something I felt like the show has needed necessarily, but as a star Wars fan, it's nice to see, uh, mm. them, them lean into the, uh, galaxy far, far away thing. You know, we've seen stuff on Farrick's more background stuff on like Coruscant and Ferrix, but like to center in on a couple aliens for a scene. I was like, yeah, finally. All
1: right. In a situation like this, where these two characters that capture them mean nothing whatsoever. You could, they could literally be anybody, Mm -hmm. anything they could have captured them in any way let him go in any way. Like, that's the thing. They had complete creative freedom here. Like, yeah.
0: And it was, and it was incredibly creative. I really loved it. But uh, in between them getting captured and getting set free, we cut to Ferex very briefly where uh, the fuck boy prefect uh, tells Deidre that Marva has passed. He's like, they'll request a permit for, for a closing off a of Rick's road. We'll deny it as we always do. But they, they like to ask. Um, And Deidre's like, dude, you guys are fucking idiots. Let them have the funeral. It's an opportunity for us to sit back, watch how they do things, and also maybe Cassian comes back. That's all. That's and that's that's what we're here for, you know. Mm. So stop being fucking dummies. Uh, think tactically a little bit. Um, and it's it's here that we learn that the Ferrix, you know, they they have a max two days before they can uh, ex- execute the funeral, and the funeral is uh, they they're mixed into brick and mortar and become become a brick of Ferrix, helping build the community and it just made me think like oh like that's one of the things that's always stood out to me about the design of Ferrix. like this was such a a good detail to throw in about Ferrix. i've always thought it was interesting how the how it's built with brick and like it, mm-hmm. it looks the way it does and like the idea that a lot of them are people of Ferrix who have passed like that's that's sick Oh, what like, a fucking into great! Into the foundation
1: of the city, you become like you become, become Paris. the city. You yeah, like Paris. That's, that's
0: that's sick. Th- and like and it makes so much more sense why Marvel would be like, you have to go, and I can't leave. You know, like this is my home. This is where this is where I will die. You know, like that's it. Just it just made everything complete a little bit more for me, and I really loved it. Did she tell him that she, to like pick a wall?
1: Or something along those lines. I think, like, she said something. I thought I remembered a line that Marva told Cassie that I was like, What does that mean? Like, it was a little out, something out there. And, but now I, now thinking back on it, I think it might have
0: been like. Maybe um, it was when Bix came and visited and she was like wheezing and stuff. Like, I can't, I can't remember. Ooh, but uh, Oh, no. It, yeah. It would have been there.
1: But, like, I swear, like, she mentioned maybe a wall or something like that like
0: uh interesting no yeah i didn't uh i didn't huh. catch that but i'd be willing to bet that she gets uh she gets a brick on Rick's road probably like right where they uh they hanged oh like no. right by there i think it would just uh i think it would just be a little poetic yeah something Dang. but
1: I uh, I did not even think about that that's <clears throat> yeah, that one hurts, or up in the bell tower, very
0: tippy top yeah, top yeah. brick, like that'd be pimp, that would be pimp like a like a beacon of ferx, mm. that'd be very, very cool um mm. I like that we got the bell ringer back this week, too, fucking huge uh, huge ma- ma- and ma-
1: I mean, shit, that was let's see, I think your favorite character? what yeah uh, was it yeah episode two, two. Yeah.
0: yeah the bell ringer episode two um, that was my favorite character episode two loved seeing him back you know that's my glove mm. Fucking love that guy.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah no i have uh haven't gotten to my character
0: yet but uh we'll get there no, yeah and uh, your character <laughs> is completely founded i don't even need to ask but uh back on arcana five after this brief scene on uh Ferrix, uh, where Prefect is talking to Deidre, uh, the two Narkinians weigh the value of Melshi and Cassian's lives, you know? Like, oh, what the fuck? You know, we could probably get a lot of money. They're prisoners. We could go to the Empire. And they're like, no, 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 we haven't done shit. We haven't done shit. The Empire fucked us over. And I like that they, like, go into their own language. They start, oh, you make it like all
1: eat they Eat um, really
0: good for the first time in a long time. What do you say? Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, <laughs> they're, uh, they're... I I also love that they're like ah they didn't do any harm the empire's been fucking us over you know they they've poisoned the water they've uh, they, they've done all sorts of shit to fuck up the planet and there and then Arkinians are like you know what solidarity they go ahead and free them and they're like where are you off to you know I, I like that they take like a really friendly turn like there's nothing yeah. like and that going I, from I,
1: I, selling them to eating them to being like you know what yeah the empire does fucking suck you guys can go. Even take I, our ship, fuck
0: it. Yeah, and like that's what's fantastic. I love that it was like it was just so fucking <laughs> just the general population in the Star Wars universe, like usually you run into a problem and it's like, oh no, how are we going to get out of this? But a problem was presented here and the people who looked like they could be the problem were like, "You know what? Nah. We're actually pretty good dudes. We'll let you go." Um and I like that they were like, "You need a fucking ride?" I'll take you off planet wherever you want. Uh, like that's hilarious. I absolutely love hey, it. Where you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> where are you looking to go? It's like Niamos, And they're like, Oh, Niamh. huh? yeah. I could use a vacation. Let's, fucking Let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they take off sputtering engines and all, you know, the like the little
1: <laughs> almost crashing
0: into the water
1: before yes. they take off too. Like it barely gets off.
0: Absolutely. Um, outstanding. <laughs> but, uh, Next up on Coruscant, Clea is paid a visit by Vel, uh, who mm-hmm. isn't exactly holding up the traditions of code speak in the shop. Uh, she's she's rather insistent that she talks to Luthan, asking where he is, and uh, Clea is like, "He's not a he's not here right now. We would uh we would get back to you tomorrow if you sent up a if you sent up a flag. Like that's kind of how it goes." And she's like, "Oh, we." I know he's not here. I checked the back before then. The Fondor's gone. What the fuck going on there? And uh, Clea's like, (laughs) You are lucky he's not here. This would go rather poorly for you the way you're fucking talking. We can't do shit like this here. Uh, And Vel responds, You know, I gave him Aldani. I can kind of do whatever the fuck I want. What have you done for him lately? And I loved Clea here. Mm. Being like, For me, there is no lately. There is always. Like, I'm a crucial part of this operation. I am always dealing with everybody. Like, I am the face of the operation. Luthen is the fucking background. You know, like, so you want to come at me and ask what the fuck I've done? Just hold the oh, fucking phone.
1: Yeah. Like, she, I was like. She had her, here? like, her Luthen speech, like, last uh, episode. Yeah. What um, you a sacrifice. Yeah, she had I it there. I think it's it's more of, uh. I was trying to think of it as like Clea was actually the one doing all the things and, and you know, Luthan was, was taking orders from Clea. But I think it's more of just like anyone who's taken this vow is just sort of seen like we're in this together. We don't yeah. take orders from really anybody. Everyone's just on the same level sort of thing.
0: Yeah, for um, now, anyway, until yeah. there is a true hierarchy, mm. as there is later true. on, whenever it becomes a true military organization. But for now, it's mm. like a hey, Luther kind of runs runs the show, but Clea's there, kind of holding it down with him. And it's like, mm. all right, he's got he's got help, you know, at least he has someone. Mm. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, Vel's like, all right, all right, fair enough. I uh, just wanted to let you know that uh, Cassian's mom died. Uh, I'm taking off in the morning. Cinta says, you know, uh, it's pretty crowded there. I think that kind of implied she's going to pick Cinta up and get her the fuck out of there like there's no reason to mm. be there anymore is kind of the way I took that. Am I am I reading that correctly? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and
1: that's the reason they were there in the first place was just to see if he would come back, and that's the most likely spot. So I guess, I mean, it would make sense if she were to stay for the funeral, though.
0: Um. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess... I think her funeral is where shit pops off.
1: Because I mean, right. that would make sense that that you could have you have Cinta there, um, Vel. maybe Vel, and then yeah, Cassian, I mean,
0: Brasso. Maybe Bix is fueled by yeah, fire somehow. Bix. Well, I think it'd be cool if uh, you know, they they have the funeral right outside the hotel, and like Bix sees it, and is like like motivated by their by their show of force. Like, there could be something mm-hmm. there. It could be very interesting. But uh, I think... Uh, I think ultimately one of the ways that they think... That oh, some... my God. It's going to be the bell that keeps Bix
1: in it and the click, the clickety of the town. She's yeah. going to hear the screams, and she's going to need something to, like, keep her into reality and be like, what am I fighting for? And she's going to hear the dong, dong, and then the the clickety. I... I Oh, dude! It's going down on. I didn't even think of that. It's going down oh, yeah. on fair. That's
0: what dude. that's what the finale is. Is the is the Ferrex Revolution? Like, even no NARC's coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. Nark, yeah, Everyone, NARC's
0: coming. Everyone's going to Ferrex. That's where that's where it's all culminating right now. Um, I have I have little to no doubt. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But back on Ferrex. Speaking of. The ISB spy is enjoying a beverage and watches Brasso make his way to Marva's place. And, uh, B is like, but, Brasso, you're back. And, uh, the agent clearly has more people here, uh, watching as he requests a full accounting of any comings and goings from this, uh, from this apartment. Uh, he's, uh, he's wanting, he's wanting everyone to keep a lookout for him and then, uh, on the inside, well, first we get bell ringer going like, that's the end of the day. Bong, 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 bong. Uh, let's everyone know and uh, back inside the place, Brasso tells B, it's time to go. And B isn't uh, very receptive of the idea. Uh, you know, he wishes to stay. This is home. And uh, Brasso insists that he can't leave him here alone and B's like, ah, then you should s- s- stay. And Grass was like, "Ugh, one night," and B's like, yeah, "That's all I wanted to hear." He he gets out of his charging port, comes towards like, him, and he's like,
1: <laughs> "Yeah," What's goes up? right what by his feet. You <laughs> so, you want to start with some board games
0: or some video <laughs> games or can what we do you can want? to make a puzzle. <laughs> uh, absolutely, fucking love B, man. That's a, and I think, yeah, I have no doubt. That's that's my favorite character of the episode. He was just so funny. That that's a good, you know. I mean, like. I don't think I've given him that nod either. Uh, so I'm, uh.
1: I, get, I gave him it for the first episode, uh, the very first one. Yeah. And, and that was it. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, uh his yeah. first nod for you. I like to spread is... the love for the character. Oh yeah. No, you, you got a good spread. You've definitely got a very good spread. I got a lot of Luthen. <laughs> um, yeah, Luthen is my only repeat one, I think. Yeah. Um, Luthen's my only repeat. So, hmm. but I mean, you have a, a very, thing. very good. You, yeah,
0: you good don't, one. I don't
1: think you have a single repeat. Um,
0: I've been trying to, I've been trying to stay kind of conscious of that.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. Bix, the bell ringer, Luthen, Vell, Nimic, the Aldani elder. What a, that's a, that's a goaded one there. That like, uh, that one dude. Yeah. Clean everything. Yeah. Clea. Saw Gerrera, era Kino Loy Cassian and B2 ooh dude yes. yeah you got a good spread. Yeah. yeah i got Luthan, 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 and another <laughs> Luthan. uh one more that that's where i'm going this episode so i got i, mean, yeah, I got four I mean, luthans
0: it's kind of um, hard to not go luther this week he was pretty fucking badass oh and he got a lot God. more he got a lot more screen time than he usually does. Like he kind of <laughs> dominated this episode. Uh, and we haven't even what's crazy is we haven't even got there. Like he hasn't nope. Which is he he, no- like the back half of this episode, he's he's all up in that hoe. Uh it's it's pretty great. But next oh my
1: God. he is the back half of the episode kind of like, like I just scrubbed through it. Like he at after Narc talks to to whatever boy, like and it's it. Luthan talking to Saul Guerrera, that's like the middle of the episode. Yeah. Well, I guess that's with credits, but like around 25 minutes that starts Luthen's story. And then it doesn't end until
0: we go back to Cassie and talk. Zan, Right. And that's
1: just the very one scene. Very like one minute,
0: two minutes. Yeah. Dang. But uh, yeah, next we are with Bix who is not doing, Uh, she's looking bad uh, and she's asked to accompany an Imperial. And she's taken to yet another interrogation, and she's threatened that if our, the guy who is receiving her answers doesn't feel she's being honest, she'll get some more gorse treatment—a little bit of uh, screaming children—that'll uh, be—that'll be good for her. And uh, she's presented a hologram of Anto Krieger, and uh, she's asked, "Is this the man you introduced to Cassian Andor?" Uh, she she doesn't answer; tears well in her eyes and the overlay here was a fucking amazing choice uh just haunting and devastating the 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 chandril and children on Coruscant doing their little uh, ritualistic uh fucking i don't even know what to what to call this like their their old speak yeah their yes, little their the uh, old
1: ways their yeah.
0: I, yeah. The way that that all those voices overlapping came in while we were still on Bix and mm-hmm. she was reeling and her eyes were welling with tears. It was like, oh, man, you know, like th- she's just clearly. You think
1: that cry was her trying to be like, dang, you got him and I don't want to say yes, trying to like trick him or like crying as in like, damn, I know I'm going to have to go get some more gore treatment. You know, because I'm going to tell them no, and it's the truth, and they're going to be like, oh, I don't believe you.
0: I think think no matter what, it's an L. Like, no matter what, if she says yes, they'll go, oh, is it? Mm. And they'll go ahead and give her more. She says no, they'll go, oh, is it? And, and, And like, no matter what, I think it's like, there's no good answer she can provide. If she does, like, I also think she's having a conflict at heart of, like, I can't tell them one way or another like i think she's still holding it down like she still is refusing to speak ever since she's been taking there we have not seen her speak a word true like that's we, we, and she
1: knew krieger too she recognized him like she looked at him and,
0: and instantly like i don't know i don't know if it was just i took that look as more relief that it wasn't Luthan. Oh, okay like it was like Oh mm. sweet! You're not you're not that onto it yet. Like you are. That's probably more fair. Yeah, I think that's... more as like a oh cool. All right, so I don't have to worry about Cassian that hard. Um, y'all don't know what the, like it's hilarious that the Imperials can't find someone in an Imperial prison. Like that's so fucking funny. Um, Just a d- different name. It's all it took. <laughs> yeah, it's all it took. So fucking funny. But um, the Chandrillan kids are taking part in the old ways there on Coruscant and vel is appalled she's like no fucking way they're doing this shit Mon's like yeah like she is so unfeeling so desensitized her hair is a little bit uh roughed up compared to what she usually looks like she's is she sipping on something in this scene Mm -hmm. okay yeah i was like i was like she's she's going a little she's going a little wine mom here Mm -hmm. uh and uh you know the way she's like uh yeah, I don't know, man. And Vel's like, "Are you making her?" She's like, "No, I- it's not me." And she's like, Perrin? And she's like, uh, "Surprisingly enough, no, it's her. She loves doing this shit. It's the only thing she's ever on time for. She loves, she loves being with her friends and doing this shit." Uh, and Vel's like, "Don't tell me you're taking proposals." And Mon's like, "I'm in trouble, Vel. Like, I've got, I've got shit going on." And uh. <laughs> She finally explains to Vel. She, like, and that's what's cool about it is like a couple episodes ago, they were doing that, like, uh, oh, I can't tell you everything thing. And now Mon's like, I, I'm having a rough fucking time, man. I, uh, she explains literally everything that she's been going mm-hmm. through. Obviously, uh, uh, Vel still holds back because there's that part where Mon's like, everything was so simple. And then Aldani and Vel's like, Ugh. yeah. Yeah, I did that one. That was me. Um, like, oh god, I can't... Oopsies. Uh, yeah, oopsies made shit really hard for you. Sorry, cuz. Uh, but,
1: uh... I could know. give you that 400000 like, no problem.
0: Uh, yeah. But, oop, you know. Oopsies. <laughs> but I do love that she, she explains everything, including that last year she was pulling 100k... Out of the family trust every month without a trace. Damn. Uh, yep. Like I like I liked that little detail where they were like actually like explaining how much money she was moving. Uh she wasn't fucking around. She did that shit for a year. That's uh, that's over a million doll- million credits that's, she moved. She's funding the rebellion solely, yeah.
1: probably like for who, for the like, time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah like, which is
1: nuts. Like then, because how long they say she would. Is they say for the last year she said last or year just, she, dang. she
0: just said last year I was pulling out a hundred k a month for the family trust, but she also says four hundred like she says, and then we we figured out a way to cover it all up, but at the end of the year, there was mm. one ledger there was one ledger that was too obvious, it was too obscure it could, you can't hide it, so I needed help uh and right when she's ready to explain how she got that help that she needed, Lida enters, and it's kind of a like a It lets Vel know, like, oh, I see. It's some sort of proposal. That's how this whole conversation started. Mm. The way she just, like, dead eyes her mom, like, oh my God. She fucking hates this woman. Yeah. She sucks. It was so disheartening. Like, uh, even even while she was doing, even while she was doing, like, the Chandrillin old ways with her homies, she was like, she'd, like, look up and just seethe at her mom, like, Dude, chill the fuck out a little bit. The fact that it
1: it wasn't even Perrin to, like, push her into this. That even Maude is like, no. Like, yeah, no, she's doing this all on her own. Like, I don't know. She's just really into this. It makes it even worse. Like, it's like she's even more like Perrin. Like, it's Perrin is so in her mind that his decision just comes out no matter what. Him not having to say anything. So it's like... I don't know, that is kind of nuts, that, like, like, Mon, like, this proposal might actually just be, like, the best thing, because, like, the daughter might see it as, like, oh my god, yes, like, this is all I want,
0: you know? No, yeah, like, I genuinely think, like, the thing is, is that, it like, it truly, at this point, depends on who that news comes from. If Mon poses the idea that she's going to get a proposal, she's going to be fucking pissed. If Perrin poses it, she'll be like, cool, yeah, I love that. You know, like, and that's what fucking blows. Like, that's what Perrin has done to this child, you know? Like, Perrin has turned her against her mom so fucking much that, like, no matter what she does,
1: she's wrong. I can see the scene where Mon is like, she realizes that, and she's like, "All right, I need Perrin to, to tell her. So she goes to Perrin and is like, hey, I need, like, because how does she say that to him? She doesn't, you know, because Perrin's going to be like, oh, now you're one for the tradition, you know, now you like it, you know, right. like, now you're going to, you know, oh, now you need my help, you know, now when it comes to this. And he's like, no, like, oh, I'm, I don't know. I feel like maybe he tries to blow it up or something even more. Yeah, there's, um, the,
0: like, that's the thing is that that how, that's how over- they die. Maybe. Maybe. Luthen's
1: like, need to make the hard decision. Sorry. Like, sorry it's your family. You know? Like, dude. No maybe, way.
0: Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, Davos Skuldoon takes matters into his own hands. Like, maybe that dude, he's, you know, he's a thug, not a banker. Maybe he's True. like, he's like, he turn it down, and he's like, ah, well, gonna cap that ass. Um, I could see something like that happening, too. But, we shall see. I did, but when Lida enters, she dead eyes her mom. She's very happy to see her aunt, though. Very excited to see Vel. And then Mon's eyes well with tears as she looks on. Like, it was just such a, like... You can tell she loves her daughter so fucking much, but she's just... Mm. Her daughter fucking hates her. And she just doesn't know what to do about it. And it's it's just so sad. You know, it, I have I have her... I don't think she gets
1: the nod for performance this episode, but she definitely gets an honorable mention for this scene because, like, the deterioration of her being like sort of calm, collected, and then at the end of it by like totally breaking down. Like, she looks like a completely different person right. at the end of this. Like, it's crazy. Um, and her like voice like way of like her the breaks in her voice, like oh, I was just it was just so good. I just don't think it matches quite. Uh, the end, and just yeah. I think the the end scene alone solidifies the it's, performance.
0: Yeah, Diego um, Luna alone. as
1: Cassian here was so, just, it was just. But, nah, yeah, man. We'll Honorable mention to Genevieve O'Reilly though for for so this too.
0: scene. I think um, so too. Uh, but we are next in a brief scene with Nark, who is informed mm-hmm. by Bootlicker <laughs> that Cassian's mother has passed. And that uh, he might be coming back to the planet for the funeral. And uh, I I like that this scene was like this scene bothered the shit out of me so fucking much while I was watching it. Just because Mm -hmm. like it was like the sound design was really good for this reason, but it was annoying as fuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't like watching these two on screen. You know, I hate I hate both of them. I hate like I hate both of I hate what they stand for. I hate that Bootlicker was still like, oh yeah, I'm gonna hold it down for my boy. You know, that's all did <laughs> Oh, dude, Look at this shit. Uh, like that's that's fucking annoying. Move on, <laughs> yeah, dude. Leave. I, and I love that man. this is like clearly down bad too. Like he's working the night shift on Morlana, and he's like, uh, he's he's not he's not doing well. Uh, he's like, hey man, heard some shit about Cassie, and I told you I'd let you know if I heard anything. And he's like, yeah, yes, please, please uh t- please tell me yeah and uh and the way at the end of the scene the mom's like uh, i see i see mm. i see why uh, you're you're the way that you are mm. and uh, this is fine
1: you're whatever whatever is finally finalized i can finally rest you know or whatever yeah. she says at the end there like <laughs> that mom is so like it's so they they're such perfect like they're such a perfect
0: family. You they just deserve, like they deserve each other so fucking much. Like uh, mm-hmm. they fucking. Uh, I I hate Narc. so it makes I would I love that he has a mom who's so disappointed in him, and I love that the mom's such a bitch and she has a son that she's so disappointed in. Like that's mm-hmm. just they deserve each other. They uh... deserve each other. But uh, next we get another brief scene with Cassian uh, back on Nyamos Now I liked seeing the. And uh, an interesting little detail is that the beach is, like, empty now. Mm. It was. No one wants to run uh, uh, there anymore. It was, like, popping off the first time we saw
1: Well, I guess people just know that people are getting arrested and sent to prison for much longer than before. They don't know exactly what's happening at the prison, I guess. But they just know that it's, like, you can't fuck up at all. dude walked
0: past me and got locked up for six years. Um... I didn't even think. I didn't even
1: think about why they showed the empty beach. Like I thought it was just kind of a shot setting up, like we're at the planet, but like to it's totally to show that like no one's risking it any. Like it- there's no fun anymore.
0: No, and like, the that's... Empire sucked the life out of even the most fun place in the galaxy. And like uh, I did I did love the little creatures we saw here, the like pelic the blue pelican type things. Mm, Fucking yeah. that those, those were cute. Those are pretty. I like <laughs> I like Star Wars creatures. Oh, and right here with the box, man, I, Mm.
1: whenever he gets in the hotel room, I'm thinking one thing in my head, one thing only, I'm like, where the fuck is that manifesto, show the fuck in that box, and I mean, we got, I don't think we could have gotten a better, like, manifesto shot, and, like, hearing
0: Nemec's voice, too, Yeah, dude, dude, yes, like, fucking magnificent, he opens the, he opens the old lockbox, credits, a blaster, the manifesto, with Nemec's voice reading it, uh, and I love that this is like just someone else's place now, and he's just like, gotta sneak in mm. and like, I gotta grab this. Um, I just I thought it, that is it tyranny
1: required? Is that what the yeah, phrase tyr- is? I, I
0: think it's like tyranny is required to like it, and like he's about to go into what you have to do to face tyranny. Um, and so I'm excited, I'm excited because you know, now that he has that back in his possession. It's only a matter of time before we listen to, we listen to Nemec read, read, ah, oh, and dude, if we the hear The fact Nemec, that it's not just written,
1: I thought it was just a journal, you know, the whole time yeah, in my no, head. I thought it I was a written. Was gonna, I yeah.
0: didn't know Nemec was going to read it.
1: Dude, it's like an electronic written and spoken by him. It makes so much sense that he it would does. speak it to, And you I'm know, just ready.
0: Like, I'm just fucking ready to hear Nemec on, on that fucking thing go, rebellions are built on hope.
1: Wait a minute. I thought the voice line initially was like a nerd way to unlock the book, you know, like say a passphrase, get into the manifesto and you can read but it's mm-hmm. definitely just like an audiobook and it was just picking up where he left off. Like Cassian was listening to it. And it oh, was just like I think that's what it is. Is that it's I like thought it
0: was I thought it was like an audiobook, but it was the very beginning. You think? You yeah. think he's
1: never opened it
0: before? I mean, I think maybe he has, but I don't. I don't know. Like, I would have because he spent some time there. He he found unless he found that lady
1: interest instantly. Like, he was there for some time. He
0: was there for about a month. Yeah. My so, like, is that like uh, I I think it'd be cool if he has read it, but I'd like to see him listening to it. You know, like I think it would be more meaningful. Like, I think he. Like, I'd
1: rather die trying – imagine that's, that comes from Nimic in oh, the manifesto cool. already.
0: That would be cool. That would be cool. Because – oh, really- dude,
1: no. Oh, I didn't even think about this as a possibility. Like Nimic voice – like audio book Nimic manifesto. I wonder if this is like a legit thing. They release it like legitimately. That would be Like write too. a manifesto sort of thing. Um, and it releases God, like a guy
0: tearing down imperial <laughs>
1: governments. But That's like just... in Star Wars universe, you know, like yeah. um, but no, that that was uh, it was really nice just to get the just get Casting going back to get it because like, obviously we knew it needed to happen and we were like, man, I, I hope his manifesto is in there whenever we see the box and then, right. There we go. There um, you have it.
0: There you have it, Lassie. But uh, yeah, that was that was fantastic. I was very glad to see. And like as soon as he earlier in the episode went Niemos, I was like, ah, yes, he's got shit to go back for. Let's get it. And uh, I'm glad I'm glad that's what he did. And uh, nice nice brief scene. But uh, after that, we cut to Saw's camp, where Luthen is paying a visit, and he's confronted, and his cane is confiscated. And they spend a moment really really looking at it. You know, they put it front and center for you to see. I think this um, is a different cane.
1: This is a diff, cause the one before was like silver. I think it was like a metal, all metal one. Hmm. Um, maybe at least the thing that extended, I knew was like silver metal, but I, I thought the handle, um, uh, when it well, was first introduced is,
0: The handle has metal in it. It's just it's, all, it's also wood. I know, but I, I, for
1: some reason, I thought the first one was way, like, I don't know, but so this. I don't know. Maybe it is just the first one. I guess, which makes All sense. Right. But like I, a way better look at it here, regardless. Like uh, you get a way. I don't know. That handle and looks a lot like a hilt. Yeah. Like, like exceedingly. The likely. end of it too. Like um, one end is very handleish, and the other end is very like emitter. Like yeah. I mean it 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 like right now it looks kind of like a little mini TVA eraser. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um a little bit, but like
0: No, he's there's some there's some Jedi connection. Very important to him too. He has you know, either either drop it or give it back. You know, either put it down or give it back to me. And uh it's they're like, All right, bro, yeah, take it. I like that two tubes is like saws in one of his moods and uh Luthan's like, That's good to know. Um (laughs) <laughs> that's uh that's good to know i guess uh, i know what i'm walking into and he walks in and saw is excited he is revved up he is ready to take on spellhouse and you were you were talking last week about why was saw Sogr- why did we spend that time with saw Sogr- this is why so mm-hmm. this conflict could come up mm-hmm. uh luthen it, it's it's much to luthen's chagrin here that saw is excited about spellhouse luthen is like i don't i don't think that uh that's uh, the thing the thing we should do oh uh, and he's like why why not um and uh he's like um okay um <laughs> so they the isb knows and they, they're gonna 30 men are gonna die 30 men plus krieger are gonna all get and saw's like huh so you're willing to sacrifice all of them
1: interesting that you know that how do you know that actually yeah,
0: the, the distrusting <laughs> fucker that he is he goes so you're isb and uh, Saw so asks, you know, what would you do if if it was me instead of Krieger? Mm. And Luthen's like, "Hey, man, you know, I've never. Krieger doesn't know me. He's never seen me. He's like, you've never met Krieger. He's like, well, I have, but I've like, he didn't know. We were in the room. We were in the same room at the same time, but he had no idea who I was. We have systems set up. We talk to each other in different ways. And and Saw's only getting more and more amped up here. He's like, so. I I can't, I, he can't hurt you the way I can. And he's like, he's like, actually, yeah, exactly that. You could, you know me, if you got captured, I'd be fucked. Mm. Uh, And he tells Saw that it's his decision. Do they play the long game and sacrifice these 30 men plus Krieger? Or do they warn him and risk uh, setting ablaze a, a source that was many years in the making? And Saw's like, huh. You've got sources everywhere, huh? Do you have? Looking you, around.
1: Yeah. He was looking around the whole time before that, too. He was
0: like looking at all of his men, like, uh, I just, at each one of them. <laughs> and I've, I've talked about this a couple times that the the last time we saw Saw, 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 the, uh, uh, Rebel Rising book, uh, Jen Erso's coming up with Saw within his cadre and stuff like, uh, what life was like with him, and towards the end of her time there, how he became just the most distrusting person alive, I like that we're seeing glimpses of that here, and you know you see it really, really on display in Rogue One, but like uh he's he's like well on his way to being the kind of like i've lost my mind i'm I'm distrusting of everyone like he's a
1: oh I didn't think of the actual possibility that Luthan may be bad. Like, is it, is that a possibility? No. I don't know.
0: Why would he do this? He, he started this.
1: Very early on. I know. I know it's very, I, I, true. Okay. It doesn't make sense. The imagery of two reds coming out just reminded me a little of of Maul, like, mm-hmm. um, and just, a, I don't know, just the imagery and like, maybe, cause well, I'm trying I, to see I, like I, a twist that comes with Lucent with Luthan. And I, I think the twist is that like, there is some Jedi connection and that's the, whatever we get
0: his, the reason he's in the rebellion. Yeah. The yeah he's like so, this dude, but, this dude's a rebel. He's not, he's not bad. And that's, that's what's important about this scene is I think it demonstrates, it demonstrates that Luthan is a little bit of a, he does have a little bit of a heart to him because when saw is like, you know, uh, Oh, and you're ready to sacr You were ready to sacrifice those 30 men. And he's like, well, I was, but now I'm not so sure. You know, like it's like, I want to leave it up to you. That's why I came here to talk to you about it. You know, like, uh, is that, is that really
1: just kind of him putting the decision? Just being like, I don't know. I kind of, now, you know, cause I had to tell you cause you were so into this, but if you, cause I like, guess the thing he would not have been here if, Saul was so interested in doing it, he wouldn't have come to Saul to come get uh, advice, you know, in the situation. He would have just, he already made his decision. He's like, no, you're staying with me, and uh, I'm letting him burn, you know, like, that was how it was just going to happen. So I don't know if it's, is it really, you know, in good faith that he's letting Saul make the decision? Or is it really just like, well, now now he knows, so I might as well see what, what he'll do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, but I, I no, I I okay, I don't think he's not bad.
0: No, no, he's definitely not. I mean,
1: if he is though, it'd be insane. It, it would it, like it, I mean like, that would be a twist where like
0: it'd be like what the fuck?
1: Like genuinely, it's Palpatine. You know, it's fucking Palpatine, and that's how he's so calculated because. He's the one pulling the strings. Actually going into costume, you know, like ima- Just Im- imagine. This is why we had never heard of Luthen. Like, right. he uh, Just like if,
0: if I'm if I'm truly imagining that, this show gets bad. <laughs> but if if, 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 if he is Palpatine, like, yeah. If they take that, if they take it that way, I'm gonna go. Okay, well, this show lost all steam just now. Would be nuts though. It would be crazy. It'd be like, crazy, but I'd be I'd be sitting there almost laughing at how bad it is. Like I'd be like, no fucking way, they just took this that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck I, just it, happened? Insane. The
1: season finale. You just see like a hooded figure. You, you hear Palpatine's Luthan. laugh,
0: and, it, and he turns around. And it's just fucking Luthen. Luthen's like, eyes are glowing yellow. He like he rips off a mask like it's Scooby Doo. <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm going to jump off of the Luthen being evil train and get out of here because it's not happening whatsoever. No, it's not. Um, it's... I do, to draw it back, um, my favorite line at first of the episode was Luthen saying, uh, when he was talking about Krieger, like, yeah, I've met him, I've been in the room with him, but he doesn't know that. He can't hurt me. Like, it was just yeah. cool, like, the implication of the line. But then... um. My actual favorite line comes like a little later, right no, mine here. Too. Mine too. Um, so I figure, mine. yeah,
0: um, yeah. We'll uh, and we will get there in just a moment because yeah. uh, right saw you know is like, oh, do you have one here? Do you have a spy in my in my crew? And Luthan leans into it. He's like, yeah, Tubes over there. He's my spy. And <laughs> Tubes is <laughs> like, no, dude, wait, yo, dude, f- no, no, oh, I didn't do that shit. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't do anything like that. And. uh, he like approaches Saw and he's lulled into a trap when Luther takes his blaster and points it at Saw's chin and Saw's like, You won't make it out of this alive if you do some shit like that. You know that, right? And he's like, <laughs> Yeah, I do. I'm only doing this so you'll listen. Uh if Krieger goes down, the ISB will feel invincible. If they don't show up, they're forced to look into it. Better to give them the temporary satisfaction than have prying eyes. And ultimately this the merit of this point is too strong. Saw Saw realizes he's telling the truth and he agrees. That thirty men plus Krieger are worth the long game, for the greater good. Call it what you will. Let's call it war. And that's that's my favorite line. That's my favorite line. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Um. I don't know. I guess now that I'm thinking about it even more, is like Luthen really didn't put the decision on Saul. They really made it together. Like it was like, all right, you know, we are doing this. We're making this decision. It sucks that these 30 men and he they have to die but we are this is a decision that we are actively making right here so
0: no yeah i, um, I and i like that for the first time saw is kind, it's kind of collaborative you know obviously it's it's tense yeah. and it's like it had to be done at gunpoint but uh like i guess that's
1: how how teamwork would happen and yeah between in saw and yeah. Saw,
0: <laughs> like, it's the only way it's gonna go down uh and I I did really really enjoy this scene. It was another like I mean shit. Couple a few episodes back when Saw and Luthan linked up, mm-hmm. I was like that might be my favorite. I think that was my favorite scene of the episode. I might have to I might have to pull trig on that again because this scene was too was too uh, strong. I'm going to hold off, but no, uh, we'll see. No,
1: not quite. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it, you know the the dialogue and stuff is is all good, and I and I am. I've become one to like that much more out of an episode. But man, whenever we get just some good Star Wars action, I'm like I can't play it down. Like we we got, I don't know, just the action when done right. It's
0: it's is just so good. It was it was very strong. Uh, and we're we're only a couple scenes away from that because uh, we, man, I can't that. wait. We cut to briefly to Narc sneaking around his Coruscant apartment complex, and he sneaks into his apartment, locking up his safe, I think taking credits out of it. Is that what I saw? Like, is it? It's his mom's safe. Ah. He's taking his mom's money. and That was
1: all her jewelry. Like, his mom, yeah, like... What a fucking loser. He's just taking all of his mom's money. Yeah, I th- I, I don't know. Because no way that's his jewelry and stuff like no, that. No, yeah, I didn't, like, even, I didn't even think about that. Unless it is, and that's like, you were sneaking he, around my stuff. He waited for his mom to go off on a walk to go do yeah. that and yeah, go true, in there. True. So, like, he's just taking his mom's money and dipped. That's so, so
0: fucking shitty. What a fucking scum. Yeah, yep. <laughs> God, he's the worst. Uh, they um, deserve each other, though. It's perfect. They really do. They really it's do. perfect. But uh we are next back with Clea and she receives a signal from Luthen. And they have a nice coded conversation about uh something. Mm. Can 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 you decipher what the actual subject of this conversation is?
1: I think it's Cassian. Um Oh wait, he wanted to reopen the offer. Saw. He's talking about Saw going back in on Krieger. Um, okay, yeah, so, he wanted to reopen, I think that's what they're talking about, maybe. Because
0: I guess that Cause makes he sense, because he's coming back right from like, that. Do you know, do you know how in value, like, how much it would fuck us over if this, if this collectible fell into the wrong collector's hands?
1: I think it's... the spy, the ISB, maybe that's what they're saying, like, they're, okay. well, may not, hmm. He wanted to reopen the offer, and did you close the sale? Is what Clea said. Did you close the sale? Mm. Well, I guess they have to speak in terms of an antique shop. Yes, because, they do. They do. So I, that, that, not, that that I'm that aware, doesn't make but it's sense. not but
0: probably an actual yeah. item. I just mean like, a, yeah. I can't, I did. I it really was more decipher. expensive
1: than I hoped, but it was it wasn't. But I wasn't in a position
0: to bargain.
1: So that part um,
0: is about saw. That part is about, like, uh, it was, like,
1: right? Yeah. Is it Saw, or is it with the ISB guy? No. No, yeah, it's with Saw. It has to be with Saw. Because, yeah. Okay. I wasn't in a place to bargain. No. So you're coming home. He says, depends. I'm most curious about the other piece then they switch. So they're done with that. So he said, Saul wanted to reopen the deal. Um, it ha- Whatever happened, happened. I wasn't in a place to bargain. So whatever. Um, She says, you should come home. He says, it's no longer available. No, it's very much on the table. The negotiations are ongoing and our representatives are involved. But there's, no other buyers involved and your presence would
0: complicate the bidding at this point. Is he, so is he talking about going to Farrick's and seeing Cinta, seeing Cinta? And your presence would complicate
1: the bidding at this point.
0: We need that piece. We'll,
1: we lose that and we'll have to close shop. There's nothing more we can do. He says that's never true. It's a crowded market. We need to think of the consequences of losing that piece to another collector. Maybe that's Cassian. Like, losing yeah. Cassian. So, I, I guess, yeah. So, that... Preparing for every outcome, and then that's when it breaks up. I think that's fair, to assume that it's Saw at first, and then they're talking of Cassian. The conversation
0: switches to him going to Ferex. So, is Luthen going to be heading to Ferex next episode as well?
1: But she says, "Yeah, she says your presence would only complicate matters at this point." And he's like, "No, we need to make sure he doesn't fall into anyone's hands." So he's like, I... "But him what? being there, like, they're like that's what they're trying to find, you know? Yeah, like no that's way. they're trying to find Luthen through Cassie, and so him going to the funeral too. I guess it's the last thing the Empire would think, but like,
0: but there's also the fact that I think he was pulling up to whatever place he was going to." Was invest- he pulling up or taking off? Well, that's the thing. If there's an Imperial right outside of... Oh, because he was yeah, he would have
1: been taken off from...
0: Or wait... Dog Planet, which can't be what's happening there.
1: Yeah, no. No way. Yeah, where was he? Did we see what planet?
0: Well, uh, the Empire says, like, Seagra Minor or something like that. Whenever they come over the uh, transmission. Okay, yeah,
1: we see the planet. It just kind of looks earthy um like it looks there's clouds there's green there's mountains whoa there's a big like circular kind of i don't know hurricane looks like very particular very spiral cloud shape but i don't know that is interesting i didn't even think of where he was at the time or maybe if that even matters because he shot off he fucking he's gone yeah um yeah, this is an Imperial. Yeah, because no way he's just leaving Saw's planet and an Imperial no. Patrol is he was just pull-
0: I think he was pulling up to whatever was intriguing to him. Huh. Yeah, maybe we learn more about it next week. Maybe that's maybe that's just it. But uh Regardless, the transmission is cut off when Luthen is uh is in the reaches of an Imperial vessel, and Luthan asks the Fondor to falsify an identity for him, preferably from Alderaan, and then he plays the imps. He gives the fake ID, and while they wait for that to come through, Luthan assesses what he's up against and takes the proper uh, preparations. Mm -hmm. He's, uh, He's pulled into a tractor beam and puts more plan in motion. He preps, countermeasures, the imps grow restless and Ask that he power down his stabilizers, and he he continues to refuse, continuing to talk to them like nothing's going on. They grow suspicious, and he continues to try to talk out of it again, but he's only stalling now. When they decide to pay him a visit and inspect him, he decides it's time to get out of there. Stop by the tractor beam until his countermeasures activate. A series of bullets open up from from the back of his ship and send them firing towards the tractor beam of the vessel, and, uh, I liked the way that like the Imperials were like from a fucking, what the fuck from this ship. I like that. Everyone yeah, a keeps craft like, or something yeah, like that. A whole,
1: like it was a farmer. It, it like, it's supposed to appear as like a farmer's like, yeah, or like a, a tow truck or maybe something like yeah, that. Something like a whole. Like yeah. So, it's
0: not supposed to, it's not supposed to appear threatening at all. Like <laughs> in Cassian earlier in the series, like never seen one of these do that. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, this thing, this thing is pimped the fuck out. This man got, went and pimped his ride, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, uh, uh, ties are then deployed, but they've got fucking nothing on Luth, and he goes full badass mode, shoots a few down, and lightsaber ships his fucking way out of there, uh, hopping into hyperspace and, es- and escaping with way too much ease. Like, this man dominated this interaction. It wasn't even fucking close. Yeah, this from the from blowing
1: up the first satellite dish until blowing up those last two Tie Fighters and the like. Yeah, after that, I was like, "Holy!" Like, I don't know. I was like, "That that's the Star Wars that like that I want." There, mm. it doesn't have to be a lightsaber fight, you know. Like that was that was, that was some fight. of the coolest Star Wars shit. Like, um, I was watching that, like when it came out at two a.m. Um and girlfriend sleeping right next to me and i literally like after it's done i ha- i go like Holy fuck. Like, I have, like, an, an overt react, like, out loud, like, audible. <laughs> like, I was like, oh. Like, I kind of just started laughing. Like, I was just, I don't know. It was just so. You are
0: loosing at the end of the eye going. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I, like I, leaning it, back. And...
1: Yeah. It was so good. And, uh I don't know. It, it was my, this is my favorite scene. You were fucking skiing um, in, uh, in yeah. the
0: eye. Let's go. Yeah. You know, yeah, like.
1: <laughs> this was so hype. And him, like, just. He was just so like his ship is just so cool. Like that ship just fucks, oh, um, it's nuts. and, and he's just he's becoming.
0: that that was one of the scenes that really stuck out to me in the trailer was the the lightsaber ship thing. Um, oh, they show that in the trailer, and at some point during the scene, I realized that it was time for that. So like it didn't it wasn't I didn't like, know oh, that. Oh shit! Uh, it was kind of like oh yeah, now's the time. Uh, and like Damn. uh. Yeah, so I was like, "That's that was an example of someone I think oversharing in uh, in trailers." Well, man, that been... I'm
1: glad I don't pay close attention to trailers.
0: Well, really, I, like I typically don't. That was just yeah. so fucking cool that Ob- I yeah, know cool and obvious. Funny. Wow, yeah, yeah. Huh?
1: Dang, that would have sucked knowing that that happened coming into it because I had no idea, and it made it way cooler. Yeah, like, like see- yeah,
0: I didn't realize it until like it was like just about to happen. It wasn't like I was like, oh. This is that area. This is where this is going to happen. It was like, right, like when he's starting to like arm his, like he gets into a tie fighter fight. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is the part where that happens. And I was like, uh. <laughs> ah. still satisfying, still super satisfying because that was some pimp shit. Uh, Just, and it wasn't just that. It was the, the fucking way he destroyed a tractor beam, which is a problem. Everyone in the Star Wars universe faces. If you get sucked into a tractor beam, it's like, well, we're fucked. We give up, you know, like, Rarely. That's why, yeah. The one guard was like, does he think he can escape? Like, yeah. what the
1: fuck is he doing? Like, he, he it was so unbelievable that, like, um, whenever those things just started firing back, they're like, oh shit, wait, what the fuck is that? And then, like, it's just way too late by the time they even realize what's going on, because it was, it's so out of their minds that that could even happen. Um, let alone that a ship that size can, tr- like, Jump to hyperspace, you know, yeah. like travel through hyperspace. That's insane.
0: Yep, like- and then the imagery of like the shattered uh uh tractor beam with the Imperial standing there, like seething. Like, oh, mm-hmm. what a fucking shot! That was so satisfying. Yeah, that scene mm-hmm. that scene was incredible. But uh after Man, this, we're it- to, the- to the last scene. Oh shit! Yeah, back on Ferrix, xan answers a transmission from Cassian, and he's uh He's trying to get a message to Marva that he's okay, that he's thinking about her, that she'd be proud of him, and that he'll be back soon. And Zan has the unfortunate task of telling him that his mother is dead. And uh, that's that's the end of the call. Uh, Cassian, Cassian walks, up, walks over to Melshi uh, at the shoreline, again, looking out over the water. And every time you see Cassian out over a body of water... You just gotta think you just gotta think about the way that he like his mother dies, he's facing he's facing this horizon, this body of water, and then like it's like ah, it's just it's like poetry, it rhymes. I was uh, too wrapped up in the emotion
1: to realize what happened during this call. And the guy called him by name twice, Cassian. Yeah. And the Empire is listening listening. to yeah, and that's how they're going to make the connection to that planet they're going to be like oh maybe from this planet i don't know how they get from there to the arrest but the arrest would sort have of happened at that planet in the prison mm-hmm. so i think that's where the isb gets the yeah. connection from that's the that's the first seed which is kind of sad is that like it's through just letting Cassian know that his mother has passed away. That, like, yeah. will probably, like, be the shoe in for the ISB to let him know where he is. But, like, do you, he, he go, he go, does he go to Farrick's? Like, he goes, he's going. I think now or that he knows he?
0: his mother is dead and that there there's probably funereal things going on, he'll probably pull up. Um, but, I like, he ab- knows. He's, like...
1: He knows it's going... I, or does he know that he's even being looked for right now?
0: I mean, he's a fugitive. Like, he escaped from prison. I think it's just kind of like a...
1: But he, he doesn't know that it's about to go down on Ferris. He has no inclination yeah. of, of Vel or Centa or Luthan looking for him or the ISB. He has no, no idea that all. that's happening. Not at all. And Nark. Um... Yeah, so, ooh. Yeah, he's going to
0: Farrick's. Yeah, I think so, too. Shit. But uh Shit. Yeah, he gets off the call and meets Melshi at the shoreline and overlooking the water out to the horizon. Melshi contemplates their freedom. It's like a dream to him. He asks Cass how many does he think made it out alive. What if they're the only ones? It's like somebody has to tell people. They need to know what's happening in the prison system. And uh he says they need to split up so at least one of them can make it and uh they they agree that this is the this is the course of action Cassian gives them a blaster they embrace and they part ways and uh the music swells as cassian looks to the horizon and we cut to we cut to black and man that music at the end i that was the other scene i was I was crying that 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 whole scene too because the mu- the music really like after the conversation where Zan tells him he that his mom passed, I like when he's like, "Tell her that, tell her that she'd be proud of me, and uh, mm. I, uh, and that I, I'm coming back. I'll be there." And uh, yeah, I start crying there, and then the mu- the way the music swells and stuff. Like God, it just, it just really fucked me up. The imagery of them being on the horizon, the way this looked, like it was just it. All no one else is there too, like. They're the only two
1: out on the beach during the sunset. That's nice. insane. Like, and I mean, that's that's it. Like, that is the rebellion right now. Mm-hmm. That's all that it is. I think that's just what what it what it's showing. They're alone.
0: They're but alone man, right
1: like Diego Luna, like yeah, he, he
0: that's that's it. the performance. nod. that was the other thing that made me fucking cry. You know, like he he was. He's the reason that scene hits the way it does. Um, and it it hits, man. Like, that was just... It was too damn good. He, like... Yeah, any time that we get him
1: looking out to a horizon, like, now, just... Makes but, it that much better. You know, because cause now that you know, like, in that last horizon, the last moment, he's looking back on all of the... Like, all of them, you know? Um, and this is one of them that he'll remember. Is like the, the first out of the the first. I don't know what to call this one. Post prison, horizon. You know, he got he got yeah. the, the horizon looking, the last look going into the prison, and then seeing it on the way out, and then now he got got another one. I guess yeah, with the, the passing of his mother too. That's probably the the
0: thing that the passing of his mother, and then the passing stick there of him. with that one. Yeah, there, and then the passing of him. Damn. Fuck! What right there on the shoreline, looking out over a body of water, as the the light overtakes him. That's uh that's a. It, ca- I cannot wait to watch Rogue One again. At the end of this, mm. season. oh dude, to- oh dude, no, it's gonna hit in a whole other fucking way. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't
1: really care about Cassian before.
0: No, like I, I, I did in the I, movie,
1: like when I watched it, like obviously, but like after that, it was like okay,
0: like the emotional, the emotional ramifications of that movie come from Jin Erso. There's, there's no doubt about it, and uh, you know the the way that he reckons with his morality over the course of that movie because of Jin so like that's compelling. But it's not because you're like, oh, Cassian's been through it, you know, like it's it's because. You know, you know, Jin's been through it. You know, his, her dad was taken, you know, all these things. But now that we know all these things and more about Cassian, it's gonna, that movie is just gonna hit in a whole other way. It's crazy how I'm seeing Cassian as like a core character to Star Wars now. Like, crucial. he's
1: very, like, yeah, like, just as crucial as Luke, just like, or any Jedi or like
0: that. Well, and I think that's kind of what this this show's been saying about the rebellion at large, like uh, the contribution that the dude fucking the new arrival in the prison who shocks that shocks mm. that guard. His his impact is as important as 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 anyone else's Kino's lending himself to the rebellion is as important as Luthen and stuff like the just the anyone anyone mm. fighting for this cause. They made they made the greatest impact on the galaxy ever. And I think that's kind of uh that's kind of what the show is just trying to say all in all.
1: Mm. Uh, I don't know. There it's sad that there's like still a lot of people complaining about this show. Like there's uh a lot
0: of people who think it's boring, and I'm just yeah. like, God, you that's just like
1: good. That's people. the take on this episode is that it was super slow. The pacing is becoming a problem. In the show, is what people are saying off this episode. And I mean, like, okay. Off of last episode, sure. Like, we came off of that was a perfect episode of television. Like, we it couldn't have got much better. But like this was the cool down, the calm before the storm of the season finale. Like, this is
0: Well, I, uh, know, like my thing, I don't know. like, I don't know. I don't know what your like the, the idea that we need instant gratification on every single episode, like, what the fuck are you even talking about? And what do you, like, what do you mean this episode was like, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't, uh, yeah, take, I can't take people seriously if they, like, I, I can understand if it's just not for you. If you're not, if you're just not digging it, sure, whatever. But I don't know how you could, I've seen it's poorly written. And I just got to go, you don't know what, what that is then you don't like, you don't know what poorly written is. If you think Andor is poorly written, like that's, that's just fucking insane. I think, uh, I can, I can hear out that the pacing is a problem if it's something you don't like, if you're just not liking it, but it's not a problem at, as a critique to this show. You know what I'm saying? The pacing has been incredible for a slow burn drama which is what they're giving us. And like,
1: I guess a lot of people probably wouldn't prefer like the Axe forgets up or the, yeah, the Axe forgets episode where it was just like a slow, you know, before the big, the heist. Like, I I bet like, I'm thinking of all these episodes that we were like, oh man, what like, cause we give that a nine, seven, five across the board uh, for that one. But like, I bet a lot of people just hated that episode. Like on, cause like,
0: yeah, uh, one of the boring ones. And uh, I, I understand that if it's something mm-hmm. that you're just like, if you're just not into, but that just because you're not into it doesn't mean it's not good. Like you got to be able to acknowledge that maybe something's not for you, but it's still like, it's still top tier, you know, like I think uh, something I've seen a lot of lately is like someone uh, on fucking like star Wars theory who I just fucking can't stand at this point. But, uh, uh, his, Uh, he had like a guest on a show who was talking about how i only saw this clip on twitter who was talking about uh how he can't understand how people compare this to like house of the dragon and stuff and like the thing about house of the dragon that you are getting out of that show is that instant gratification every week every week there was a massive fucking thing that happened and that's cool that certainly adds a degree of just like Whoa, this show is awesome, you know like it absolutely does. But a show doesn't require that to be good. You know, mm. like uh, he was saying it as a critique to this show, like it's not as good. And I'm I'm left in a place mm. where like frankly, both shows are incredibly written. I don't think there's been a show as well written as this one this year. I just don't. Like I I think that this one this one is it's bring it's bringing the heat in a way i just i've i haven't seen like i i genuinely think that by the end of this show's run it'll it'll be amongst my favorite shows of all time if not my favorite show of all time after mm. two seasons like this is this is fucking nuts to me yeah, it's you know? it's
1: kind of like the same thing as like the cameo problem that we're running into where everyone's expecting Every to see everybody, you know, after No Way Home, now it's even worse. It's like now that that in Doctor Strange and and Thor that we didn't get 500, you know, X Men and and uh, Fantastic Four already, it's it's yeah. a problem. And the movie wasn't good because we didn't get these cameos, or No Way Home would have been a shit, a shit movie if Andrew Garfield and and toby Maguire weren't in it, you know. It's like, is that really what made the movie? For you like the the more I look back on that movie, the more I'm like, wow, it was super fun and I loved riding the hype, but like if I take that out of the movie completely, like it's really just it's it's it's, it's, your, it's, it's the worst of- movie out of Tom Holland's trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> like like if you take if you take if you take ta- Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland out or Andrew Garfield and, and Toby Maguire out if you do and you just solidify it to Tom Holland using Tony Stark's tech to defeat every villain for him kind of in a way um it's like I don't know it's like I think they they sacrificed a lot of a lot a lot of parts of the other a lot of the good parts of a Spider-Man movie just to give you the fan service and stuff mm. so like it's a good movie, it sure, but like it, we're getting to the point where like we are expecting everything to be so perfect or to deliver in some way well, that the is thing like that, so the thing unreasonable. What annoys
0: me the most is that people beg for fucking fan service and then when fan service is given, they go, Oh, this is nothing but fan service. I don't know, man. What the fuck do you want? You know, like I, 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 you are a fan, right? You're being serviced. What the fuck is wrong? Like I, uh, I think just because something's fan service doesn't mean it's bad. I think just because something lacks fan service doesn't mean it's bad. You know, like it's like you got to be able to weigh things singularly on their own merit. Uh, Not everything needs to be compared to everything else. You know, not everything needs. It's just not a requirement. Yeah. Can you
1: imagine if they sat down while writing the script of Andor and they're like, okay, seasons three, five and eight. We need a lightsaber moment see or epi- or episodes or ep- not seasons but episodes. You know like can yeah. you imagine if they were like we need these moments in the show right around it. It's like yeah. Like no, you can't you can't do that. And that just I don't well, know. Well, I mean,
0: like the other thing is no one's making you watch. This has been on for 8 weeks now. If you're still <laughs> in it, guess what? I have bad fucking news for you if you keep saying you don't like it, something keeps bringing you back. Hmm. Yep. You keep watching it. What the fuck are you watching for if you don't like it? You know like I I I don't know. I don't know. I uh I think that uh people are it's just we're, we live in a weird time for consuming media. It's uh it's Disney. Can't accept that it's good,
1: but I'll no. keep watching
0: and I'll keep checking well, to make sure that it's not good. You know, What's very cool about this show is it's going to be the first one that airs on TV. I don't know if you saw that, uh, like, like network television. It's going like they're premiering the first two episodes next week on like ABC, A&E, like, uh, I think TNT. Like they're doing it like through Thanksgiving. Like they're, oh. they're doing, like it's a uh, it's going to be on it's going to be on network television. It's the first Disney Star Wars show to do so because it's. Th- That level of good, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Because
1: I I see it like this because that's an older audience that will watch that. Mm -hmm. That's that that, they're not targeting the younger audience there. If it's network television, they know that this is a show that will perform well with adults. And like I think they're they're hoping that all the young people will tell their families at Thanksgiving. Hey, this is a show that like you could actually get into. It's Star Wars, but it's not Star Wars. You don't oh need my to know God. anything. about
0: that yesterday. I was yeah. like, "Yo, I think if there is any Star Wars thing you should watch, it's this." And I know I've said that. I've I've told him that about the Mandalorian because it's separate. But then season two happened, and it was kind of mm. like, "Okay, well now you need now you would need to know a lot more about Star Wars to appreciate the second season." Um, True. This it's just like. It's just a genuinely great story set in the Star Wars universe and like I I understand if it's not for you but you got you got to recognize that this shit is good like it's mm-hmm. it's good TV um yeah I mean we have a single
1: episode that dips below a 9 and that's episode 2
0: yeah it was the day yeah. the show dropped so damn yeah it's it's fucking crazy and uh with that let's do some favorites let's do some mm-hmm. favorites what do you uh what do we got left i think if i
1: think it might just be your scene um would be all the right. only thing left i i don't know give if i run yeah give me a rundown
0: of all yours real quick um, just uh
1: i think i don't know if i specifically stated but i kind of hinted at that my my favorite scene was luthan just escaping the tractor beam and his whole escape from that uh the cruiser um mm-hmm and uh the character nod goes to Luther too um just cuz he's is his tool belt has gotten i don't know he's shown us what's in his tool belt um and we're getting a lot more depth with him with saw um and i don't know i, th- I before he's gone because i don't think he's he's going to last too long I, I i really think his story is is becoming super cool and uh it draws me he draws me back like i i really want him to be on screen a lot um, I hope for him. And then uh so yeah, there's my scene and character. And then yeah, Diego Luna for the performance for that that last scene. And then, I don't know if you went with it, too, but the, let's call it war, the soccer airline line.
0: That is um, the line I'll be going okay, with. It was yeah. just too, it was too well delivered. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was a very, very, so I'll give a rundown of mine now, too. My character is going to be B2Emo. He was too, uh he was too fucking good this episode. I love that little guy. He was a fucking cutie. Mm-hmm. He made, mm-hmm. frankly, the emotional resonance of this episode, besides Cassian there at the end, was from B2Emo for me. Like, uh, every time he was like, but, but, but Marva... Mm i want to be with marva like ah fucking a you little shit you're making me cry um performance wise yes i will also go with diego luna as cassian andor specifically for that last scene which will get my favorite scene nod as well there you um, go yeah it was just uh it, when i was watching it i was just that's when i texted i texted you while it was happening goddamn mm. man Like, I went, I I went, god damn, man, this show is just, it's just different, and, uh... Oh, wow. You know what I just realized, is that
1: we have one episode below an eight in Andor. We have one, two, three, eights in House of the Dragon.
0: Looky there. That's interesting. That is interesting.
1: We are Star Wars fans, yes, and I guess enjoyment well, enjoyment was always hot with house of genre. I don't know. That's Okay. The genre. That's where Andor has been fucking nailing it like every week. Is mm-hmm. they know what show they're making. Yeah. Um and I don't know. I th- this episode I don't think, you know, like that's the thing is we were we were kind of talking as uh as like how can you really hate on the show? But like I don't think this this isn't like the strongest episode of the season. No, like far, and that's far the thing. from like, it.
0: it was we, it was damn good, but like it's definitely it's definitely not the strongest episode of the season yeah. or anything. It was really well performed and it was uh the, the soundtrack was incredible.
1: I think uh, we got the gold standard last episode. The the final episodes of the arcs, like uh the eye and and no or one way out I think are like the two gold standards of the show, and then um reckoning can also be kind of like the the early uh kind of the arc yeah, the contender. finale. um but yeah I think i don't know this
0: this ep- yeah, this episode can do, do pretty okay. well on our rating yeah. i think it'll it won't okay. be it won't be it won't be top in the top in the charts or anything but it'll be good, so let's uh Let's start with our enjoyment rating out of ten. Where are you where are you sitting on this one? I know I cried a couple times. Yeah, I know I'm left in a place where I'm really, really enjoying it. But uh, you know, I think uh, I, yeah, I'm 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 pretty fucking high on this one. Uh, I think uh, I think a nine, seven, five. I mean, I cried, I laughed, I
1: I it, more of like a laugh out of just pure joy. Yeah. Um. We got that. I I'm trying to there. find a moment in the episode where I was like, man, I really don't like what I'm watching right now, or I'm really not interested at all in what's going on.
0: No. Yeah. You know, I don't, um, I don't think the episode loses steam necessarily, but like, uh, like there think, are moments. I think that we've had better conversations, uh, between Clea and Vel. I think we had that one conversation earlier in the show. That was like a more riveting conversation between them. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, Mon and Vel's conversation was cool, but like, uh, and it was a very important part of the episode, and I really dug it, but, like, uh, you know, I don't think it's...
1: I think 9.75 is too high for you think this so? one. Epis- the Axe for gets was a 9.75. This one, it it was... I don't know. I think for... There were very high... Like, the Luthan scene was a very high peak, but then everything else... It was good but it wasn't like I'm at like I'm stimulated like the whole time, you know, like sort of sort of enjoyment. Um all but right. it, it it was like the emotional resonance was there definitely with with Cassian and Marva that whole storyline. Definitely, 100%. But then yeah, whenever you go off into Nark and and all of them, it's kind of like okay, like I kind of
0: true. surreal storyline this episode, I didn't give a fucking shit about. I uh Yeah. And could, then, could left
1: that. I guess, like, yeah, Mon's that scene was great, and it was it was brief enough to where it didn't fully take you out, and it got you emotional too, just seeing mm-hmm. Mon like that. Um,
0: so we're, but we're, like we're nine seven five freaking. being
1: too high. I mean, like literally, like nine or nine two five, like okay. is what I'm saying. I'm not saying like eight or
0: no, going yeah, down I that get low. You. But I'm cool. I'm cool with a nine two five because yeah. I know we gave we gave episode four Aldani a nine, and uh, okay, maybe, better than maybe that. Maybe it's right I about think. there. Yeah, I'll, I'll take another. What, ha- what happened?
1: Episode four.
0: That's when we're introduced to uh, Vel. That's when he's getting acquainted with ah, the rebels. Okay. Um, we also see Luthen uh, go off and do uh, go off and do his own thing. That's when we're first introduced to Mon Mothma in this show. Um, this episode to... was better. Yeah, I think it's it's just a little one. bit. I think the nine two five. I think I like that bump. I, I, like think so well. I think so as well. I think so as well. And then, genre-wise, this episode is a pretty, pretty great spy one, uh, given the spy thriller, Star Warsy shit, you know. And w- they set more so everything the up Wars. perfectly here. Like yes, they did. They
1: did. They, I think, uh, everyone's running to Ferrex, and the this the like the suspense is just the like it's the theme that plays just
0: like that. That like slow I don't know. It's just so They always get you hyped for the next one with that with that exiting note. Man, yeah,
1: I don't I don't know how to explain the score of this this show, but man, it's so good. Um So good. Hmm. I'd say I I'm not like out of ten, I don't think. Uh, no, I'm score.
0: not either. I was thinking I was thinking even probably roughly the same. Nine yeah. two five nine five though. Maybe not uh
1: because I mean, shit, we got a sick ass ship scene with Luthen, which was
0: was well, really, and that was really some cool. like the suspense that was building there. Yeah. You know, like I was genuinely concerned, like, oh no, is Luthen about to get caught by Imperials? And obviously, yeah. he uh, he does away with them rather easily. But
1: uh... I think, yeah, I'm right. I'm right around there. Let's see. The I mean, you have. Like the spy stuff with, with uh Bix still was was really really good. Um just the suspense building of Marva's death just in general, what that's causing around Ferris, all these parties that are involved that don't know it yet. Um just slowly building like oh dude, yeah, they're doing they're doing I a don't good
0: know. job. I'd say I think a nine two five. Yeah. yeah. I think I think I'm there too. And okay. Lastly, critically, I'm uh I'm sitting pretty at about a nine. Uh, you know, I thought this, this vis the visuals were fucking incredible. The mm-hmm. performances were, were astounding, the dialogue was as always hitting. Um it was a it was a good one. It was a really, really good one. It was it was not the strongest episode of the show, but it certainly wasn't the weakest. Yep. Um I like it out.
1: Yeah, I like that. It averages it around to like a nine two, a nine one seven exactly, but a little bit like a little bit better than uh the first episode.
0: Mm.
1: Um I like, but a little bit worse than Narquina five and the announcement, like episode seven and eight. Um, yeah, which yeah. I think makes sense too. I a little so. bit better than Aldani. Yeah. yeah, okay, no, I think yeah, this this worked out well, um, because it and that that's I don't know it, it was. It wasn't last episode. Like, last episode was, holy fuck, I came oh, off of that, like, I watched that immediately again. But that's the thing, I, I watched this episode back-to-back. Twi- back. Yeah, two in the morning. I stayed. I watched it twice.
0: Uh, yeah, I, wa- I watched it twice back-to-back so, back as well. But it was from a different place, you know? Like, there's, there's a different level that One Way Out mm-hmm. was giving you. Um, one Way Out was more, I just want to experience that again. This episode mm-hmm. was, I need to watch that again. Just to be able to talk about it you know like uh, I need to be able to I need to be able to rehash that Um, yeah it was more a place of need to rewatch for this one as opposed last episode was a want to rewatch and uh, yeah with that that concludes this episode of the Andor After Party it came to a 92% and yet again we have one episode Mm. left in a television show Any last minute predictions
1: you got? I already put in that Cassian maybe goes back to the other prisons and frees him. I think that's maybe more down the line, not last episode Mm. sort of thing, but, um, I I, I think
0: I'm going, we're, we're linking up on Ferrix. Like this is, uh, it's going down on Ferrex. It's all culminating at Ferrex next week, dude. I think that's, uh, I think I'm comfortable making that prediction. I, uh, I'm real, I'm real fucking excited for it too. Like, uh, Plus, that'll be our last uh, be our last episode of singular Star Wars television coverage. Uh, Ooh, this done, is true. Yeah, we've done the Mandalorian rewatch. We've done the Bad Batch bitches. We did the Council of Kenobi. We did uh, the Sarlacc sound wave. Now we're doing the Andor after party and there will be no more we will obviously still cover new star Wars. We're not, we're not fucking, we're not fucking mm. insane. We love talking about <laughs> star Wars, uh, but we will no longer be dedicating entire uh, weekly shows to te- to the television shows. Instead, we're going to have a larger umbrella show for star Wars. We're still coming to a conclusion on a name. We got a few options on the table, the, the bloom batch star Wars, a bloom hope. Mm. Uh, we got, we got a few options on the table. So come next year, and uh, maybe, maybe even later this year with uh, new comic book releases or new book releases. It's going to be kind of a show where we dedicate just it to new Star Wars in general. You know, when Bad Batch and the Mandalorian start overlapping in early 2023 later later on, you know, we don't want to have to do two two separate shows for a week. You know, we're doing the Game of Thrones rewatch. We're going to be doing the comic book project. We want to be able to talk about Star Wars, but we don't want to feel the obligation to have to go uh scene by scene. Oh, we're going deep for this one. No, we'll just talk about the episodes as they come out in general, like normal people. And uh and it'll it'll still be it'll still be great conversation, still deep conversation on the episode. We just won't be taking it scene by scene necessarily. So uh look forward to that greatly, but we do have one left in the and or after party. And uh man, I'm excited. I'm excited for that mm. finale man it's
1: next week that's crazy that's already like already come to a close
0: yes it came but and it went
1: it'll be interesting to see how they close it out but keep it uh keep it open for for the next season for another season um,
0: no i'm excited man i'm excited ooh Whoa.
1: any deaths who dies brasso no
0: the brasso's on the on the on the on the chopping block i have a I have a feeling that he could be—he could be a meaningful sacrifice that uh, hurts us. Um, Bix, you think? I think Bix is safe. I think she's had her torture. Okay, she's had her tortured moments. Um, but you know, um, there's also the perspective that's like uh, she has nothing. She has nothing left to lose. She's kind of. Think Narc could die. I think he's safe. There's more. I think he's so, safe. Um, maybe Bootlicker.
1: I'd be satisfied with that. You think bootlicker comes out or do you think he's not even part of no, it? No,
0: I think he's stuck on Morlana. Um Oh, that's true. He's on
1: Morlana. That's right. Yeah.
0: I, uh, you know, I think uh, it would be really satisfying if Cassian and narc face off. And that is the culmination of the season. And Cassian does end to him. I think that would be, uh, that'd be satisfying, but uh, I don't think, uh, I don't know that we're necessarily going to get that. Um,
1: yeah. I was thinking about like who on the, bad side could die but that Deidre, I, I think like Deirdre's- they just like they just formed her character really I don't think like they'll kill her. She'll
0: be, she'll be sticking around. Uh, I I yeah
1: uh, yeah um maybe that maybe that one imperial spy that one guy that's been uh, spying on uh maybe will just pop him in
0: the head. Ooh I sure hope um, they're safe. That's one I do
1: Yeah. Uh I'll, ooh, let me throw in Perrin, uh, just because if I'm right I'll be happy. Uh I would
0: love for Perrin to die next week. That would be just a joy. Um I think that's
1: a good place to to end yeah. it on a good note. I'm thinking of Perrin's death.
0: Parent Perrin, Perrin dying, that's a that's a happy thought. But uh yeah, with that we conclude this episode of the Panty Bloom podcast and the penultimate episode of the Andor after party. If you would head to patreon.com slash bloom where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including comic book pull lists weekly, book reviews all the time for Star Wars fans, tons of Star Wars book reviews over there, uh, movie reviews if I'm seeing them in theaters. Um, I'm putting a review up over there. I uh, just saw Black Adam a couple weeks ago. I still need to upload the review I recorded for that. Um, hopped in my car after I saw it, opened up my fucking voice memos, and just talked into it for about 15, 20 minutes. So, uh, very, very good movie. I think I'm going to see Wakanda forever again today. Mm. Might might fuck around and might fuck Ooh. around and see that again. Um, we shall see. But uh, yeah, uh, patreon.com slash bloom. That's $3 a month. Super helps the podcast. Makes me very happy for the support. And uh, I appreciate everyone over there already. Uh, if you would, while it's still here, head to Twitter and follow at Penny bloom Pod, Follow on Instagram at Penny bloom Podcast. I was Colton Robertson, and I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me.
1: It's always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And let's call it war.